E-Tidings Cosmos Good morning, 21st Century World of Worlds. This is Radio Richard Ireland, coming to you from within the soundproofless studio of life itself. Tho Mila Falcha Rotensha I am your host, Richard Devera, a self-originating planetary philosopher of the natural kind. Hear this, listener, give it here your fullness of ear. From the beginning there is breath, and upon that breath there are words. I am hearing in a fragrant breeze of this lovely summer's day, a wandering sage of way back in the day, to himself confidently say, Whether you, my beloved siblings, whether you, my dear childhood neighboring friends, whether you, my precious native village people, whether you, my cherished relatives near and far, whether you, the treasured peoples of this my native isle, listen at all to any of my words, give heed even to some few of them or to none of them at all, you shall come to know, or maybe not so, that I once dwelt among you, and not alone that, but I will in the midst of your descendants yet still be found to stroll, and ever among the generations will I be dispensing fragrant words, whether they, like you, will listen to me or no. Good words continually I will sow, come heat, come frost, come hail, come rain or snow. And I to his words did find myself refraining. Whether you, my beloved siblings, whether you, my dear childhood neighboring friends, whether you, my precious native village people, whether you, my cherished relatives near and far, whether you, the treasured peoples of this my native isle, you of this my native continent, you of this my native planet, you of this my native orb, solar gathering, you of this my native galaxy, listen at all to any of my words. Give heed even to some few of them, or to none of them at all. You shall come to know, or maybe not so, that I now dwell among you, as he the sage of old, dispensing generously for your well-being, fragrant words untold. And the sage in the digital age speaks of the philosopher of old, saying, He happened upon an elderly farmer, he said, who had put some arrow signs up all along a cow-path with the expectation that the cows would be able to read them, and with being able to understand what they meant, would then accordingly no doubt turn left, turn right, continue on straight ahead, or even turn about and go back the same way they had come. Along came his cows, and they were quite oblivious to the existence of the signs, as they were walking along as cows normally do, with their heads held down. Some of them, howsoever, were raising their heads all right, but it seemed they were only doing so because they had had a natural inclination to do so, and not for any particular inspirational urge to read human-made signs. The odd one, though, from among them, was going up to sniff a sign or two, and even generously providing them with a slobbery swipe of their tongue. And the farmer, half-smiling, and with slow walking on along behind them, momentarily looked over my way and scratched his head as if to say, 
that cows don't understand nothing of anything in the way of human-made science, and would that they could, or would to could it would, be making my life that bit easier. In today's broadcast I'll be reading from As You Like It, Tao Dai Jing, and the true classic of Southern Taoist fragrance. This is a reading in continuity from As You Like It. Never talk to me, I will weep. Do I pretty, but yet have the grace to consider that tears do not become a man. But have I not cause to weep? As good cause as one would desire, therefore weep. His very hair is of the dissembling colour. Something browner than Judas's marry, his kisses are Judas's own children. In faith, his hair is of a good colour, an excellent colour. Your chestnut was ever the only colour. And his kissing is as full of sanctity as the touch of holy bread. He had bought a pair of cast lips of Diana, and none of winter's sisterhood kisses not more religiously. The very ice of chastity is in them. But why did he swear he would come this morning and comes not? Nay, certainly there is no truth in him. Do you think so? Yes, I think he is not a pig-purse nor a horse-tailor, but for his verity and love I do think him as concave as a covered goblet or a, a worm-eaten nut. Not true in love? Yes, when he is in, but I think he is not in. You have heard him swear downright he was. Was is not is. Besides, the oath of a lover is no stronger than the word of a tapster. They are both the confirmer of false reckonings. He attends here in the forest on the duke of your father. I met the duke yesterday and had much question with him. He asked me of what parentage I was. I told him, of as good as he, and so he laughed and let me go. But what talk we of fathers when there is such a man as Orlando? Oh, that's a brave man. He writes brave verses, speaks brave words, swears brave oaths, and breaks them bravely, quite traverse athwart the heart of his lover. As the punzi litilta that spurs his horse but on one side breaks his staff like a noble goose. But all's brave that youth mounts and folly guides. Who comes here? Mistress and master, you have often inquired after the shepherd that complained of love, who you saw sitting by me on the turf, praising the proud, disdainful shepherdess that was his mistress. Well, and what of him? If you will see a pageant truly played between the pale complexion of true love and the red glow of scorn and proud disdain, go hence a little, and I will conduct you if you will mark it. O oh, come, let us remove uh, the sight of lovers, feed it those in love. Uh, bring us to this sight, and you shall say, I'll prove a busy actor in their play. Tao Dai Jing, Installment 36 A person who wants his or her opponent to become greedy should allow them the chance to expand their benefit first. He who wants to weaken his competitor should let his ambitions grow first. He who wants to demolish his adversary should let him achieve first. He who wants to plunder his enemy should let him have the storage place first. 
These are subtle but effective stratagems. The feeble will overcome the strong. But fishes shouldn't leave the deep. A state strategy shouldn't be shown to any person who is not concerned with it. This is an interpretation, after my own fashioning, of some lines from the true classic of Southern Taoist fragrance. No three-star visitor spoke to me, saying, Humaculate of era, what stories, what anecdotes, what insights do you bring to this new dawn? A renowned interpreter of reality, when with reaching his 76th year, decided to deposit his writings in the great esoteric library of the Isle. This was when it had its habitation in the heartland of the Tipperary Landry. Where travelling for many a day and night, he eventually reached the library entrance only to discover the librarian wasn't at first in the least bit interested in accepting his manuscripts. At this, he proceeded to verbally share abstracts of his writings for the librarian's listening with a view to changing his mind. After a little while, the librarian interrupted him and said, Ah, you are way too vague. Let me hear the substance of them, and let that be in the greatest of brevity. The substance of my life's work, my writings may be said to have been totally occupied with the unified concept of time that was the past, time that is the present, and time that will be the future. Let me ask you then, whether you consider time that was the past, time that is the present, and time that will be the future, to constitute reality in its totality. Yes, yes, I do, I do indeed, for if we don't look at reality in terms of time that was the past, time that is the present, and time that will be the future, we will not at all be able to understand it. Thus are they both individually and taken as a whole truly essential to our fundamental comprehension and description of reality. Time allows us to know where everything, including ourselves, was, is, and will be. Let me ask you then, what do you mean by time that was the past? time that is the present, and time that will be the future. Besides them being self-evident, they are saying, time is at the heart of the matter. Without time, matter cannot be understood. I see. Are, are you sure about that? As sure as I can possibly be, for you see, tradition supports me fully in this. It is the only way there is for us to take on reality. Without it, there is no bigger picture to be found. Otherwise, everything is bigger than us, bigger than what we can ever hope to comprehend. And that is unacceptable. Our minds cry out against it, earnestly gravitate they do towards knowing everything. Extravagant you are with such notions. So be it if I am, but... Do you have a viable alternative to comprehend reality? I would have you know that your time imposition onto reality is a breakaway interpretation. It is an alternative, a fabrication, an unnecessity. Hear this if you can. 
Matter matters everything. This is reality, matter mattering itself. It is without beginning or ending, no chaos, no disorder, no falling apart, no scattering, no exploding or imploding, or any whatsoever out of controlness is there to be found in it. Mattering harmony is the way of matter. What, I will ask, causes matter to matter? Matter. Matter causes matter to matter. Matter matters itself according to itself, metaphorably. Metaphorably? Is that even a word? Then does matter mattering have any time reference to it? For instance, does matter mattering have a past, does it have a present or a future to it? Only if you want it to have. This is where your alternative, your time that was the past, time that is the present, and time that will be the future is brought in. But it itself has no past, no present or future to it. Ridiculous. If matter mattered what everyone like me would call yesterday, mattered what we would call today, and mattered what we would call tomorrow, doesn't that then mean that matter has time references to it? The only thing that says is that you have said Matter has this kind of division. In and of itself, matter has no such referencing, no need of such time referencing. Then how can we speak of what we know to be the past, the present and the future? Give up talking in such terms. Abandon thinking in such a fashion. Now it is you who are being vague and extravagant. Matter mattering itself may be said to have two primary movements, the forwarding movement in which things are first given into their being and the returning movement in which things are brought into their being. That which is mattered, in reverse as it were, is the forwarding movement. That which is mattered in front as it were, is the returning movement. We are now of the returning movement. You have lost me. Fine, let's try this. Before the apple seed came to be was the apple sapling. Before the sapling, the apple tree, before the buds, the blossoms, before the blossoms, the apples, before the apple was it being chewed in my mouth. This is the forwarding movement of, say, an apple seed and an apple. The returning movement would be, after the apple seed comes to be was the apple sapling. After the sapling, the apple tree, after the buds, the blossoms, after the blossoms, the apples, and after, say, an apple, was the apple being chewed in my mouth. That is the returning movement of an apple seed and an apple. I don't understand at all. Then walk in reverse, walk backwards for a little distance. I've done that, now what? What you have just done may be said to be an enactment of the forwarding movement. Now walk the same track ahead to where you first started to walk in reverse. Have done that. Now what? What you have just done may be said to be an enactment of the returning movement. To have been able to return, you first had to be in place. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been able to return. Before you could be a you of you... A you of you had first to have been put in place. What about the sun, moon, planets and stars? What about the way out there, way beyond and beyond? Is it to matter all the way? And is itself, is it itself mattering? 
Why, yes, of course, I am surprised that you should ask. There is no place where matter isn't mattering. And what might appear to us to be disordered or falling apart or scattering or running wild is not at all at all so. Merely it is matter mattering itself in styles of its own ever-transforming fashions. All this deep thinking is way too much for me to take on right now. I will need some time to be thinking it over and over. Take all of what you call time in the world you need. But keep in mind, matter matters, and that is all that matters. Oh, and you might also like to take with you into your thinking it over and over that matter is not confined to physicality. I have enough... I have enough thinking for one day, even for one lifetime. May I have my writings be deposited in the library or not? Most certainly you may, for all knowledge is valuable and needs to be made available for the generations. Then why, why did you question me so at length? To afford you the opportunity to include an admirable addendum to your work. As the evening equals the morning come timely squared away, prefer I to let my work stand on its own merit, come what may. Then most assuredly it is already losing its footing. In a dawn reverie of this new day, meditated I on what an immortal self of mine did say, did lovingly relay, way back in days of long, long, long gone by. O mortal self of mine, when but living in your own realm and time, ever will you be in the secret places of your own presence. All right, I will leave it at that for today. Enjoy taking very good care of yourself and those around you. Be ever so grateful for your many blessings, and spare a thought too for peoples living in faraway places in all different kinds of situations, often very difficult and not at all of their own making. You have been listening to a planet art philosopher of the natural kind, bringing radio to the internet via Radio Richard Island. The script format of today's broadcast will be available at a future date on AuthenticClosetDramascripts.com. It is truly an honour to have your listening. It is more than a voice in your ear. There is power in listening. More than a phrase in your eye. Insight there is in reading. Enjoy both and please do spread the word. Thank you ever so much. Richard. May you be a blessing unto yourself by way of your past, by way of your present, and by way of your future. Sloan, August Benachtlatt.